welcome to the Raise Your Energy podcast. In today's episode, I want you to discover about self-love and self-worth. Self-love is a phrase that is more and more used these days, but do we really know what it means or how to have more of it in our lives? On a scale of 1 to 100, how high would you rate yourself on your self-love? How much do you love yourself already? The higher the better, right? But if you are like me, then you might struggle with the concept and actionable steps to take to increase the love for yourself. So I want to take the opportunity to shine a light on this topic and share what I have discovered so far. Stay tuned. Self-love is our topic today. For me, this is an important and at the same time uncomfortable topic as I have struggled with self-love for most of my life and still do. To be really honest, until a few years ago, I did not even understand what self-love actually is. Do you? Some of you might have a similar issue to me with self-love. So let me start describing what self-love is or is supposed to be. When you Google self-love, you get this definition. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. I like that definition. (laughs) The description says as well, Figuring out what self-love looks like for you as an individual is an important part of your mental health. I think this touches already on one of the reasons why I was confused about self-love for a long time. It says that each one of us has to figure out for ourselves what self-love looks like. So the first lesson for us is, don't take on someone else's definition of self-love. Or don't try to copy someone in their way how they express or implement their self-love. The same as we don't all love the same way a person, we all have our own unique way of self-love that we need to find for ourselves. And that brings me to the second lesson straight away. Loving yourself is a discovery journey. You cannot just apply someone else's theory and think that you're now good in the area of self-love. I truly believe that if we are not willing to go within and truly start to understand ourselves, our wishes, our desires, our purpose, we are not able to love ourselves. And that's why it is a journey and not a switch that you can just flick on or off. When I keep reading one of the definitions of self-love on the internet, soon I come across these words. Vanity, selfishness, egotism, narcissism. This is the dark side of self-love and one of the reasons why I did not want to learn about self-love for a long time. There is still a perception in our society that self-love is equal to being selfish and just looking out for yourself. That if you love yourself, 
then you're just out for you and you ignore or worse, betray everyone else for your own benefit. I know that sounds a bit dramatic, but this is what some people think or even say about finding self-love. That's why it is so difficult to understand what self-love really is, because it has this label to be seen as egoistic and selfish when it has truly nothing to do with it. So our third lesson is to truly understand the concept of self-love, what it is and what it isn't. The kind of self-love that gets its bad reputation is the feeding of the ego. That's how I describe it and understand it. If we take actions and classify them as love for ourselves, but truly they are selfish and harm others, then these are actions that benefit our ego and not our true self. Our ego is the identity that we are living and that we created over the length of our life. It's what we identify with and what we say to others when we are asked who we are. A parent, a husband, a wife, a manager, a teacher or a doctor. A German, an Australian, a US national. Hetero, gay, white or black. These are all examples of identities that we collect over the course of our life. And these identities build up our ego. We collect these identities to fit into the world and to be able to describe ourselves to others. Sometimes it describes our history, our journey so far. It can describe our accomplishments and what we are proud of to be. Sometimes it describes what we believe in and to which group of humans we belong to, willingly or unwillingly. And people can take actions to benefit and support the ego and the identity and call it self-love. We can justify actions based on our identity, even if our actions hurt others. It's another topic we can go into another time to understand what the ego is and what we do to hold up the facade of our ego. But today we are speaking about self-love. So when people take actions and make decisions and call it self-love, but it is really for the benefit of the ego, that's when we are looking at selfishness and narcissism. Most of us have a good feeling when we look at other people's actions to distinguish if it was true self-love or rather selfishness. We have a good nose for it and can sniff it out. But when it comes to ourselves it starts to get more difficult. We are more blind to our own actions and reasons for them. But let me give you a quick reference that you can use to distinguish between self-love and selfishness. Self-love means to love and heal yourself and not the ego or identity that you portray to the world. Self-love actions are not hurting others. Selfish actions can hurt others. Self-love leads us to understand our true self better and to connect with our higher self and the creativity and energy we can enhance through it. Selfishness leads us to do more and more to feed our ego, the identity that we cling onto. 
but it will never feed our soul, our purpose or our higher self. Self-love leads us to have greater compassion and empathy and love for others. Selfishness stops us from caring for others as it needs all the energy to feed the ego's needs, desires and goals. These are just a few guidelines between the two that can help you to better understand self-love and how it has nothing to do with being selfish or egoistic. But of course, that doesn't mean that others will always see self-love actions for what they are. We are all learning and you can be part of bringing these lessons into the world. Let me move on to a reason why we might find it so hard to love ourselves in the first place. A significant reason is that we can carry around memories and feelings from our past that create feelings of guilt, shame, regret in ourselves. For things that we have done in the past, that happened to us in the past, or that others told us about ourselves in the past. And these memories, these thoughts, And the feelings that get created can stop us from loving ourselves or let us feel worthy of loving ourselves. So lesson four in self-love is therefore to accept who we are and what we have done and still go on the journey of self-love. The past is the past and can never be changed. But what you can change is the way you think about it and how much you will let it influence your present moment or even your future. If you want to go on this journey of self-discovery and self-love, but you carry around this baggage from your past that is pulling you down, you can choose today. Do you want to keep holding on to this baggage and let it slow you down on your journey? Or are you ready to leave it behind? I love this statement. A memory without the emotional charge is called wisdom. If we can let go of the feelings of shame, guilt, blame and regret from our memories, if we take them apart and just have the memory without the attached feeling, that's what it's called wisdom. They turn into life lessons that we can learn from. So for you to be able to let go of this baggage, you want to let go of the emotions and feelings that you associate with the memory. Various techniques can help you to let go of these emotions like forgiveness work or tapping. There is another way to block our self-love journey and it is more focused on the present moment and the future instead of the past. I give you a few examples of thoughts that people can have. First, I have to lose 20 pounds, then I can love myself. First, I need to get this new job with a higher salary, then I will be able to say that I achieved something in my life. When I finally get married, that's when I'm complete and can love myself fully. First, I need to have children that I completely love, then I will be worthy of love for myself. Does any of that resonate with you? All of these describe the situation that we currently feel unworthy. That we are not allowed to be loved or love ourselves in the way we are. That we are not complete now exactly how we currently are. But we are whole. 
We are complete. There is nothing that we need to achieve to be more complete. There is not somebody who we need to be to be complete. There is not a different way we need to look like to be complete. There is not another identity that we need to reach to be finally complete. This is my final lesson, number five. We are already complete right now and the way we currently are always. If we accept that, or minimum can start to accept and understand, we can take meaningful steps towards self-love, self-acceptance and self-worth. I'm not saying this is easy. It might sound simple, but for sure this is not easy. This is why it is a journey and a process of self-discovery. If you are interested in taking steps towards more self-love in your life, then check out one of my meditation packages. I created a meditation especially to increase the energy of self-love in yourself. If you want to improve your self-love and your self-worth, this meditation is a powerful tool to support you on your journey. We know how to express our love to our children, our partner, family and friends. We know the words to say to make them feel loved and cared for. In this meditation, you will learn to express love to yourself and say these loving words to a version of yourself that needs it the most, whether it's your past self, your current self or your future self. And the meditation comes with a workbook to collect these loving words and expression for your meditation or you can just let them come during the meditation. Either way is the right one for you. And the cool thing is that it comes as well in different lengths. So you can choose between short version for when you don't have much time or the longer versions when you have spare time to go through the full process. Beginning of November, this meditation is not available anymore to get it on its own as I'm going to combine all of my meditations and new ones in a powerful package. So if you want to have the chance to get just this one for self-love, head over to my website. I will add the link to the show notes. And before we end, here is a wrap up of the five lessons throughout this episode. Number one, find your own unique way of self-love. Number two, loving yourself is a discovery journey. Number three, understand the concept of self-love, what it is and what it isn't. Number four, accept who you are and what you have done in the past. Number five, we are already complete right now and the way we currently are, always. And with that, I love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye.